Hello and welcome to the Diet Diatribe podcast. I have got a very special guest today. I've got my sister, Katrina. Say hi, Katrina. Hello. So this podcast is actually for all of you out there who are struggling with weight and diet and what to eat and exercise and all that stuff right now, which everyone during COVID everywhere is suffering from. (laughs) So, and as we age and get older and our metabolism slow down and our sex drives go haywire and we gain weight and we just don't feel so good about ourselves sometimes, then I think we need to talk about those honest you know, successes and failures in our lives and what we're doing so that we can kind of lift each other up. What do you think? Oh, 100%. I mean, I don't know a single person out there. None of my friends, I mean, they're all in the same boat. Yeah. You know? Yeah. We're all a bunch of fatties. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) All of us. Every single last one of us. Okay, let's, you know, we'll have a moment of honesty here. I've gained approximately 20 pounds during COVID. I've, I've gained more. <laughs> oh, yeah? Oh, yeah. A lot. Yeah. So what did we eat today? Let's um, let's have a breakdown moment here. Okay. Um, I'll go first. <laughs> so for <laughs> breakfast, I had a chai latte and a banana. And then for lunch, I had two containers of Activia yogurt and some, like, crackers I don't know, maybe two handfuls of crackers. And um, they're like those, uh, I don't know, there's some kind of like pop it crackers, pop crackers. They're like really light kind of airy crackers, not like saltines or anything. Okay. And then I had um, six gumdrops. (laughs) And then I had some more crackers with a energy drink. It was a sugar-free energy drink, but it was still an energy drink because I had volleyball tonight. And then after volleyball, I had a protein drink. And then after that, I had a McDonald's Happy Meal. And that's where I'm at now. You got to reward yourself after after playing volleyball, right? It's a good workout. I don't know. My total caloric intake today is probably 2,500 calories, which, you know, is not that bad since I did play for over an hour tonight. And you burn quite a few calories with that, but still, it's not good. Like I probably could have hard work. I probably could have skipped the gumdrops. I probably could have skipped the chai latte and been a okay, right? Yeah, it's true. And uh, what did you eat? Break it down. Um, Honest. So I do intermittent fasting. So I don't eat in the morning. I just have a um, Creo brew, which is a it's a coffee alternative because I can't do caffeine. And um, and then for lunch, I had a turkey burger with grilled peppers and grilled zucchini because I did my meal prep this week because, girl, I need to lose some weight. Mm-hmm. Let's, just, let's just say that. Bar. And then for dinner, I had um, grilled chicken and um, broccoli and cauliflower. No, oh, that's not too bad. No. It's not our usual, like where we eat a half a gallon of ice cream and an entire container of licorice and half a cake. No, that was this weekend. (laughs) Yeah, I swear to God, right? Mother's Day was a doozy. Like I was planning on getting all this work done. I had my schedule all lined up. I was getting ready to just really kick butt. I was motivated. I was inspired. And then Mike's like, 
let's go do this and go pick up this at Home Depot. And I was like, okay. So we go pick up the stuff at Home Depot. And then he goes, okay, let's go to Costco. So we go to Costco. We get done at Costco. Three hours later, he's like, let's just stop by this bar on the way home and get one drink. Mm-hmm. That never, <laughs> ever, ever happens. So we have like three drinks at the first bar. Then we go to another place and we have three drinks there and we have food at both places. We have nachos, we have hummus and veggies. We like have a whole thing. And then we stop at a third and fourth place on the way home. And by the time it's midnight and we're home, we're just literally tanked. It's hard not to like really get into that food when you've been drinking. I feel you. Well, the thing is like we had these nachos at the first place and they weren't real nachos. It was really disappointing. They were made with potato chips, first of all, homemade potato chips, not tortillas. And Mm. yeah. And then they had, instead of cheese, they had poutine. Oh, poutine. Yeah. Gross. Mm -hmm. It was so icky. So it had pulled pork. The pulled pork was good. So we ate the pulled pork off and it was just, yeah, it was a mess. It was a hot mess from start to finish. So it was very unsatisfying. So we had to have something else at the second place. Do you think that it was like the quality of the food there or just it It was just something that was just gross? You can't call potato chips and poutine nachos. That's not nachos. <laughs> I was That's really mad. Nachos. I was so mad. I'm like, this is not nachos. Like you, this is bait and switch. I mean... I would I, I wouldn't call it nachos either, but somebody apparently thought it was. Yeah, no. Otherwise, why would they put it on the menu? So we <laughs> literally took like maybe five or six bites a piece and then left the rest, and we were like deuces. But the we had then we had veggies and hummus, which was probably a whole lot healthier. Hummus is my jam lately. I'm were loving they, loving were me they some hummus. Raw veggies or were they like? It was roasted. carrots, celery, and cucumbers. Okay. And what kind of hummus was it? Was it a good, like... It was a solid hummus. Like, really garlicky and, like, really delicious with a little bit of olive oil drizzled over the top. It was bomb diggity. That sounds good. Yeah, it was really good. So that was, like, we didn't eat too much, but when you factor in all the drinks we had, like, we had, like, three beers at one place, we had three beers at the other place, and then we went to this other place and had three more beers at the other place... And then then we got home and Mike was like, okay, let's do some shots. Uh, So we did peanut butter whiskey shots after eating and drinking. And, oh, that was a bad idea. Oh. Yeah. So Sarah's not going to be drinking anything for a while after Sunday night. Like I, I, we've heard that before. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It was bad. Mike said the same thing. And then he, he went to the bar tonight while I was at volleyball. I mean, did you see my pictures? I was like double fist in those drinks. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I saw that. (laughs) That was Mother's Day, right? Yeah. I mean, you have to have some some serious fun on Mother's Day when you're out with the girls. So I kind of feel like it was sort of a little bit of a last hurrah. Like we really need to buckle down and get like in summer shape. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Although, I mean, next weekend we'll probably do the same thing. I mean, it's really hard. It's hard lately to find that motivation and the drive. And I just don't feel strong and energetic like I used to. Yeah, me too. 
So yeah. I have an appointment tomorrow with an acupuncturist. And I'm what gonna, are they going to do for you? I'm going to give that a shot because I'm dealing with a lot of body pain right now, like in my knees oh. and in my shoulders. And I'm going to see if, you know, he can help with a little weight loss, you know, a little bit of this, a little bit of soreness, like help mm -hmm. just well-being, general well-being, right? So do they do acupuncture for like your metabolism? Yeah, they do it for all kinds of stuff. It was actually recommended to me because the fertility doctor that I'm seeing right now suggested it. Isn't it funny how when you gain weight, like just how much um, pressure it puts on your joints and um, different areas of your body and it and the inflammation it creates? Yeah, it's um, awful. Awful. It's awful. And then trying to, to get back into shape, you just kind of like expect your body to do what it was doing before and then it can't. Oh, it's, <laughs> it's terrible. So super frustrating. I mean, I've been playing volleyball for, God, good Lord, 30, your whole life. 30 some odd years. Mm -hmm. And I, you know, didn't play during the COVID shutdown and we just started playing. I've only been playing for about a month now, maybe a month and a half max. And man, I'm telling you, your it body is hurting is a struggle. I literally feel like I'm walking in quicksand all the time <laughs> when I move on the yeah. court mm -hmm. and I end up I like, like just throwing myself into the corner of the court to try to get the ball because I can't move fast enough to get to it anymore. It's awful. I feel like I'm out of breath all the time. Yeah. Well, like, we have to play with a mask on too. That which sucks. Is literally torture. It's pure torture. It is. Ugh. So what else are yeah, you doing like fitness wise? What are you doing? What's your daily regimen to try to get your exercise in? Um, so I um, have a workout group that I do Monday, Wednesday, Fridays, which is like um, ball slams, weightlifting, um, and it's with a group of ladies. Um, is it part of a gym? Awesome. It is at a gym. It's at a private gym, um, a very small private gym. Mm -hmm. So um, luckily we don't have to wear masks. Yeah, that's nice. Um, and then on the days that I'm not at the gym, I have a bike, a cycle bike, cause I'm doing my schooling right now. Um, so, um, I get on my bike while I'm reading or on my computer, which helps me to do things. And then I also have my Fitbit. So it just challenges me and gives me a clue as to where I am, like, as far as like how many steps I've done in the day. And then I'm like, Oh, I need to move more. Mm -hmm. So, um, I've been doing that. So a lot of walking too, um, which is easier on the joints when your body is not as what it should be. So what is your goal? Weight loss is my goal. Well, no, but like goal. you want to lose like, 20 pounds, you want to lose 50 pounds. Like what's your goal? Um, I need to lose probably about 40 pounds. Okay. Okay. And how tall are you just for the listeners? Katrina is my sister. She's my younger sister and you're what? Six years younger than me. Yeah. Okay. Yep. I'm um, five, four, five, four. Okay. So I'm five inches taller than Katrina and like six years older than her. So mm -hmm. 
my weight loss goal is probably the same as yours though. <laughs> like, I feel like that is what I, where I want to be to 40 pounds later. Right. And I just, it's very hard to get there because both Katrina and I have had thyroid issues. And I've talked about that quite a bit on the show in the past. I am on levothyroxine right now and 50 milligram dose daily. Um, and I probably wouldn't be taking it except for the fact that the fertility doctor said that I need to be in a certain range to put me in the best odds for getting pregnant because we are trying to start a family. Um, but it has really been a significant factor for me in fatigue, in weight gain, in hair loss and all kinds of other stuff. What is your experience with thyroid? Just because I know the listeners don't really know what your history is with that. Um, so I was diagnosed with Hashimoto's, which is like, you can be high or low, Mm -hmm. but I have a tendency to be, it's sluggish. So, um, but I can go either way. Um, so which means that your, your thyroid can underperform or overperform. Correct. Right. So that you've not what I've had weight gain, hair loss. Um, anemia, um, gosh, it's hard to think of all the different things that are related to that. Um, um, I, I'm not currently medicated at this point in time. I need to, um, go to the endocrinologist to get, um, things situated. So I'm waiting on that appointment, but things are kind of backed up. Yeah. Um, how long would you say you've been dealing with this? Uh, about te- uh, 15 years. So it started in your late 20s? Like, when did it start for you? Yeah, it was um, after I had my, uh, I think I got, I think I was diagnosed after I had Maya, which, so that would have been in my, th- so it have been about 10 years ago. So Katrina has four children, right? Mm-hmm. And she was diagnosed and kind of discovered this after her third child, right? Yeah. And did you feel like it was better or worse after your last child? Um, I think it was about the same, but it's just I started to be more aware of what was happening with my body and um, the hair loss started to become worse. Yeah, yeah. Katrina has a lot of hair, just for you guys that don't, you know, know her. Um, And so for me personally, I don't have thick hair, but I have a lot of hair too. And Mm -hmm. I was losing, I would get into the shower and, you know, I would brush my hair or whatever in the morning. And I would end up like, I would touch the end of my ponytail and I have long hair that's down past my shoulders and it would come out with like a big, pretty big chunks of hair, like not like a clump of hair, but quite a bit of hair coming Mm -hmm. off when I would pull the end of my ponytail. And I'd say, you know, maybe a hundred strands of hair a day Mm -hmm. at least. Um, and it would be like that every time I would pull my ponytail or I would get in the shower and wash my hair and, and come out like a big handful of it. And it's very, it's noticeable. And I know that I noticed my eyebrows, are like non-existent now, mm-hmm. um, body hair pretty much non-existent now too. 
And we come from a family that has kind of a German background and some other sorts of things where you have, can, can have facial hair. And I haven't experienced that. And I think it's because of the thyroid. Hmm. Yeah. Um, have you experienced any skin issues? Dry skin, extremely dry skin. Um, and some hormonal breakouts in my face. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've had some moments where I can definitely feel, so for me, it's created higher blood pressure than normal, um, oh. lately within the last like year. And it's because I crave salt, not all the time, like mm. all the time. Like I, I crave salt, like nonstop. So it's kind of a roller coaster for me because I'll have, I have a sweet tooth, so I'll have the sweet and then I'll crave something really salty. And so I'll have the salty and then I'll crave something sweet. And it just ends up being this vicious, vicious cycle. Oh, and that's the bad combination for um, blood pressure. Yeah. And I'm not drinking enough water and it's just, it definitely shows. I've noticed significant difference in my skin within the last couple of years as well. Um, cause I was on thyroid medication pretty heavily about five years ago, six years ago. And then I stopped taking it for about three years. And the result was, you know, right back to where I started from. So on the one hand, it's like, it's frustrating for me because I don't like having to take a medication daily. Mm-hmm. But on the other hand, um, it's like, you know, you want your body to be in balance. You don't want to be out of whack. So how does the thyroid medicine, um, affect you once you get it into your system and start taking it? Typically it kind of just halts most of the symptoms. So your hair loss and stuff. Yeah. So, um, this time around though, I've noticed it's taken a significantly longer period of time for my body to become adjusted to. I started taking it about eight months ago and I still haven't lost any weight. And it's just, it's been a real struggle. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like there's an, um, anything that you can do besides the medication that helps? Well, honestly, I think that it's something besides just the thyroid going on. I think my hormones are just out of whack and I don't think it's just the thyroid. I think it's a lot of factors combined Mm. Um, because I'm starting to get to that point. I think where women start to become premenopausal and it just throws everything for a loop. And then you've got, you know, I've been eating way too much sugar. I haven't been exercising in the same amount that I have in the past because I'm constantly exhausted. Plus I've been eating crap and drinking way too much. So it's created this just complete vicious circle of unhealthy everything. Yeah. So I really, you know, and I think, you know, going to the doctor to see the, um, the acupuncturist, I want to try to just get things under control again, get back into balance. And I feel like seeing kind of a holistic doctor is a better way to go about doing it than, mm-hmm. you know, cause if I go into my normal doctor, they're going to want to, you know, up thyroid doses, put you on five other different kinds of medication, put you on antidepressant, put you on a this, put you on a that, put you on a blood pressure medicine, instead of adjusting the things that are really behind 
what's going on. It's essentially just putting a bandaid on top of it. And I know that's really, really controversial for a lot of people who feel as though, you know, I'm trying to tell them how to live their life and trying to act like a doctor or whatever. I'm not a doctor or a nurse and I'm not trying to give medical advice to anyone, but I feel like the American medical system or the, the, the hospitals, the doctors, the way we do medicine in this country is designed to keep us addicted to medications pills and not fix the lifestyle issues that have caused the problems in the first place. Oh yeah. The, I don't know how many times I um, have had doctors try to give me, I had a doctor try to give me blood pressure medicine because I get um, anxiety when I go into the doctor. Mm-hmm. And so my blood pressure was a little bit raised and they're yeah. like, let's get you on a blood pressure medicine. Well, here's the thing. My blood pressure is normally like 90 over 60. Mm-hmm. So if I were to take a blood pressure medicine to like lower my blood pressure, yeah. that could cause some serious issues. Yeah. I'd be like passing out all the time. Yeah. It's not kind of an ideal solution. No. So um, what they needed to do is treat my anxiety, which would then help treat the uh, blood pressure because then my it wouldn't be impacted. Yeah, well, and here's the other thing too. I'm in the doctor's office and they wanna take the blood pressure. My feet aren't on the ground. She's talking with me as she's taking it. She's doing it the minute I sit down on the chair. So of course, you've been running around. I had I ran from one building to the next because I thought I was late for my appointment and mm-hmm. I couldn't find the building. And so of course my blood pressure is gonna be elevated. Like, it's mm-hmm. just, that's not a smart thing to do. You got to make sure the patient's got their feet planted on the ground. You shouldn't talk to a patient while you're taking their blood pressure. They should be calm. They should have their hands down on the table and they should have been sitting there and resting for a few minutes before you take their blood pressure. That's just yeah. common sense. Yeah. I mean, there's a, there's a lot of different factors that can play into it. So it is really important that they are accurate. Yeah. You and, can't just throw some medication at a person just... I mean, I mean, I feel like they need to do a little bit more research than just one. Yeah. One blood pressure. Yeah. And I think they just also just recently lowered the threshold for what's considered high blood pressure. Really? Yeah. So it used to be like, I think 10 points um, lower or something. It used to be 10 point difference. And now they consider what used to be normal high blood pressure. So it's interesting. And I don't know that all doctors are doing that. I don't know which clinics are doing that because I've had it pop up as high blood pressure twice now out of six appointments that I've had in the last two months. Oh, wow. So, and I think, you know, anytime I have caffeine, it's the same thing too. Like I have blood pressure issues when I have caffeine. Yes, that's that's one of the reasons why I can't have caffeine is it, it impacts my, well, it impacts my heart rate. Yeah. To, it mm-hmm. elevates it in a way that's kind of dangerous. Yeah. So, now, I mean, I think that, you know, I'm trying to get things back in line here. I think I'm trying to treat the issue. I'm trying to be more healthy even though I had McDonald's for dinner. <laughs> I'm trying. Oh, Don't judge man. me. It's hard. It is hard because then your body craves, you know, those junk foods, right? And so it does It does create a cycle, a really unhealthy cycle. It's hard to break that cycle. And I think you have to 
to change your taste buds, I think, what is it? Like, you have to eat something like, I don't know, three, four, five times before, like, you, uh, your body starts to adapt and start to crave those different healthier foods. So you have to make it a pattern. Yeah. Um, and it really does. Because I remember when I was eating healthy, like, I was on a... I think it was probably about 60% raw diet. And then, you know, I had some, you know, I of course would cook my proteins and whatnot, but, um, I was eating a lot of vegetables. I bet you your blood, I bet you your blood pressure was stellar. Oh my gosh. It was amazing. Um, and the thing was, is I wasn't craving any of the junk food. I was, I was craving the foods that I was eating. So it was really, really great. But, and then you just wonder how, how did I get to this point where now I'm back to where square one and I need to lose all this weight? Yeah. Well, I mean, I think COVID really just did a number on a lot of us. Um, you know, as far as it, it shut down our ability to go to the gym. It shut down our ability to play team sports. It shut down our, our ability to get together with our friends and mm-hmm. I think it really caused a lot of people to kind of say, what the hell, I'm just going to go ahead and have this comfort food because, you know, I can't work out. I might as well be happy with something, right? What else, what else am I going to do? I mean, you, you could sit there and eat. Yeah. <laughs> because where else are you going to go? What else are you going to do? I was working um, a, my job and then the kids were home at, you know, homeschooling. And so then I... You know, I was depressed. I was not active. And I went, it, you know, you going from eating really, really healthy to, uh, and having a really super active lifestyle where I'm constantly moving, constantly doing stuff, dancing, working out, yeah. interacting with my friends to doing literally nothing but sitting on the couch doing my, my eight hour shift of work. Yeah. And, and with this, and by the end of the day, I'm like, so mentally exhausted i don't i don't have time i don't want to do a workout who wants to work out after that like yeah i want to like mentally check out at that point so yeah i gained some weight some serious weight well it's not just that but i think like the the pandemic itself just really like for me i would have these moments where i would wake up in the middle of the night in like a panic like, yeah. is this going to last forever? Like, are, is this what we're going to be stuck with? Are we all going to lose our jobs? Like, is the economy going to topple? Like, it was really, really intense for me. Yeah, I was, uh, I think that I remember at nighttime, it was like, I would, it would be the worst. I would just be so um, depressed and like, am I just going to die? Like I would have these weird thoughts of like, I'm just going to die. I'm so miserable. I'm just going to die. Not that I wanted to kill myself, but yeah. just like, I'm thinking I'm just going to die. Cause this sucks. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? So just, I remember just the negative thoughts that were, that came with it and how just, it was horrible. It, it was worse at first. I think for me, just because I had such a, um, such a, um, social, life before all of that. So I was, I was constantly out with my friends and interacting with so many different people to doing nothing. And that was just insane. Well, I had a conversation with Darcy about this too. I just kept thinking to myself, what if this is it? What if we can't get groceries anymore? What if like, this is the breakdown of society and we're like, yeah, 
I'm going to have to go like, you know, grow my own vegetables in the backyard and (laughs) what's going to happen. So it was super intense. Plus I was by myself for the beginning of it for the first, you know, six or eight months I was alone because Mike had already moved to the Illinois area and Mm -hmm. I was still in California and I was like, you know, can I defend a house? Am I going to be able to drive anywhere? Like, what if the power goes off? Like, what if the whole grid goes down? Like, it was some hardcore, yeah. like, zombie apocalypse stuff I was, like, thinking about. Yeah, I was stocking up on um, toilet paper, of course, because we couldn't. Wasn't? We couldn't get any. Like, it was really bad where I was. I... Like, you couldn't get napkins. You couldn't get meat. You couldn't get tissue. You couldn't get hand sanitizer. You couldn't get wet wipes. You couldn't get anything where I was. That's terrible. It wasn't that bad here. I was still able to get um, toilet paper, but then they went through this um, where they were limiting how many you could buy in your shopping trip. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was that was really interesting. But luckily, I had before um, that happened, I had stocked up. Um, I normally buy because I have so many kids. I normally buy like three months worth of toilet paper but you know because i just it's annoying and i have so many kids yeah so um i just always have a lot so luckily i had already bought a whole bunch so i was just able to kind of have a nice little healthy stock so i didn't really i was able to get through it and i bought it before every all the craziness happened so i was rationing for me i was like okay one sheet per potty (laughs) i'm gonna have to ration this because it was just me that happened to a lot of people i heard a lot of people were like the hell are we gonna do we gonna like rip up some shirts like what and luckily like mike you know is really good with stocking up at costco so we had a lot of food in the house already um that we'd stocked up on in the you know before covid hit and we had napkins so like essentially i ran out of toilet paper i had like one roll left and i saved it and just kind of used napkins, like tore the napkins into four pieces and used one one piece of the napkin for a time. <laughs> so I was definitely, you know, it was not the same here in Rockford, Illinois. It was Mike didn't really have any issues getting anything here. But um back in California, man, it was it was a crapshoot for a while. It was some craziness going on there. Yeah, I think there was a lot of craziness that happened in California as I think California was hit pretty hard with a lot of the stuff that was going on. I'm glad to be out of there. I just, it was not a positive environment. I know that I was um, stocking up on canned goods because I was like, the same thought process as you, like, what it, what's going to happen to the, our food sources and how am I going to feed my family? And so I was just like, okay, I'm going to get some chili. You no, know, we couldn't like get canned goods. We really couldn't get shelves. frozen food. We couldn't get pasta. We couldn't get flour. You couldn't get sugar. Like the shelves were empty. It was Scary. crazy. That's nuts. Yeah. So, you know, it was a touch and go moment. And I know, you know, a lot of people went through that. So I don't want to, you know, get on to that too intensely, but I think, you know, the lesson here is that like, you never know how you and your body are going to react when you go through something like this. And it just so happens that a good portion of the population, I believe it is a very high portion of the population gained weight during the pandemic. And I think the average is like 20 to 40 pounds that people have gained during this time. So 
You're not alone yep. if you've gained a few LBs during the pandemic and we stand with you in our goals to try to like get it under control and to lose the pandemic weight. So I wish you all the best of luck. We are going to wrap the episode up today um, on that note and, you know, let's continue to share our goals with each other and encourage one another to, to get our diet and exercise program back on track. Yes. All right. Okay. And cut. <laughs>